Moving Iron Podcast is proud to be part of the Global Ag Network. The network is live, so check out globalagnetwork.com for more details and updates. Now on to the show. Moving Iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving Iron time and time again. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast Market Rundown with Chip Nellinger. Chip, how are you doing today, bud? Hey, doing good. It's uh, kind of the official start of, I guess, crazy season here yeah. as of this morning. Yeah. As of yesterday afternoon, I guess. Yeah, there is a absolute ton of stuff going on. I mean, I tell you what, there's there's more stuff going on now than than there've been in the past and uh and i mean just all in one week we've got trade talks with china we've got um you've got you know uh trade delegation coming to china there's kind of been a line drawn in the sand with uh with china and you start concerning that stuff i'd say so yeah, <laughs> yeah it's I'd kind of a, so. it's kind of you know by god we're gonna have something done by thursday we're putting tariffs back in place and uh so that that kind of you know, the, we've talked about it several times. Uh, other thing we got this week too, we got a crop report coming out this week too. The first one from May that's going to give that big picture of what uh, what new crop actually looks like that's been planted. Yeah. But we've talked about it several times here since we've been doing this over the past almost two years now. It's amazing what a tweet will do. You know, it's it's that that yeah. tweet that tweet came out on Sunday. You know, we finished up strong last week. We were talking about getting to 375, and, and that was going to be a, a big turning point. And, man, did they open up Sunday just horribly down. So, And it just kind of took off from there. But it did rebound nice today. I mean, we did have a chance. We got back about half of what we lost. So, um, And then I got my my, uh, my alert here today, and it, it did show that there was a uh, – we opened up uh, pretty strong. So, uh, you know, it, there's a lot of stuff playing in that. So talk about the, the, the all the influences you see in the market right now, and, and where do you see stuff heading? Yeah, well, um, I think you did a good a good job summarizing everything right there. It's uh, it's going to be a crazy week. You got a lot of stuff that's kind of been thrown in the in the kettle here, and we're uh, you know, is is the stew going to be uh, tasty and and uh, and good to eat, or is it going to make us sick? I'm not sure yet. So far, it's making us sick, uh, <laughs> but there's a lot in the pot right now that's brewing, and uh, China's number one. You know, we went from last Friday, uh, a tweet from President Trump that this thing is uh, essentially the market took it like it's a done deal. Like we're right. gonna, this thing's going well. Yep. We're going to get this thing done Sunday afternoon. It's not going well. China's, you know, backing off on some of their promises. We're going to tariff everything. We're going to increase the current tariffs are in place. Uh, as you mentioned, the market uh, just really got crushed Sunday night, early Monday morning. Got back about half of that. But now you got the weather, um, this weather, which has been real supportive. And I mean, there's just very little in the ground out here. I know there's pockets of Western Illinois, there's pockets in Iowa, Missouri that have a fair amount of uh, beans in the ground, but it's been a real struggle getting stuff in the ground. Uh, more rain here tonight locally. Uh, I, I look at the radar right before we, um, you know, uh, start recording here. And, uh, you know, out your way, there's more rain. There's more rain uh, the next three or four days. There's a little bit of a hint that uh, we're going to have a, uh, a little bit of a drying period next week, starting like late week and next week. 
that we might be able to get some corn on the ground. But as I talked to producers here today, you know, on a lot of areas, especially the Eastern Corn Belt, they're going to need five, six days to dry out. And the problem is that that clock of drying is probably going to start Thursday, Friday, maybe even Saturday, because there's more rain coming late this week. You mentioned also the uh, the May crop report gives us a snapshot, the first official snapshot from USDA of what the new crop supply and demand is. We know they're going to use the March acreage, uh, and we know they're going to use trendline yields. But we what we don't know is the demand side of the equation they're going to use. So that's going to be important. Uh, it's likely, um, given this uh, you know kind of roaring into mid-May in, in uh, a real wet pattern, that we've seen the highest corn acreage number. That's probably going to be shaved back some, but we're probably going to be debating that until the January crop report, unfortunately, because of the way they do these uh, these acreage reports in uh, in March and June. That's kind of my, uh, my soapbox, my hot button. I hate the acreage reports. I don't think they tell you anything. I think they're inaccurate. Uh, they refuse to change them, but uh, that's for a different podcast, I guess, when I go up on a, on a tangent. So a uh, long answer, much longer. This is going to be a wildly volatile week. You've got weather, you've got China, you've got uh, crop report, and uh, this thing's really starting to get interesting. And uh, who knows where it's going to going to land. It's hard enough trading the weather market, which we're in, and then you throw all this political nonsense in. Uh, we got a trade deal. We don't have a trade deal. It's the same thing we've had for nine months. Now it's like having a, a baby that's uh, now overdue. We're ready for the baby to be born. And uh, we don't know if it's a boy or a girl or uh, it could be a, a an alien at this point. I don't know, but we just need the baby to be born. And that's the trade deal. The market's sick of Sick of being pregnant right now, right, Casey? Yeah, I'm, no, I, I get I'm it. Off my high horse now, but we I get need it. An answer quickly. Okay, so let's talk about that for a minute. So if you look at at China or weather, which one's a bigger deal right now? Which one's going to have the bigger influence on the marketplace? Uh, in the very short run, China. You know, because it's on again, off again. We don't know for sure. The last I heard um, or, or saw, I read a tweet here a uh, half hour ago that. The trade talks are still on. So last week we were in uh, – our trade reps were in China. This week they were coming to Washington. There was some talk today. Uh, we're going to delay it. We're, we're, we're going to suspend it. Um, it does look like it's on. The last news I saw for Thursday and Friday. So China in the short run is the, is the biggest influence. It's going to have the biggest market influence. But I would say – you know, secondarily, it's the weather. And if we don't start getting some, some planning activity going, like, really quickly, if next week, if this forecast for the window, uh, dry weather next week, if that's a bust and we, we have rain next week, you've got a serious issue. Um, and, and you're going to have some areas that get pushed off to the last week in May or the first week in, in June as far as planting. And that's going to be a much bigger influence longer term but in the short run, it's uh, it just China dominates all the news cycle right now. Right, all right. Okay, so let's bounce over and look at the livestock market. Um, you know, again, hogs and and cattle were were finished up. Uh, they kind of had a rougher week, but they kind of bounced back towards the end. What do you see happening so far this week? Yeah, that's a tough one. We we've beaten this cattle market up so bad. We've got a, a big discount in the June futures to where cash trade um, cash traded last week. 
we have had the cash market uh, drop fairly significantly, but there was a, uh, such a discount in the June live cattle futures to where cash is, that that's going to be a little bit of a supportive influence. A uh, little bit of, um, you know, I don't know, I think in the big picture, if we had a China deal, it's probably going to include some, some U.S. beef. But I think most people in the, in the capital world and the beef industry realize China's taken our beef already. It's just moving through um, places like Korea and Hong Kong. And so I don't think that the market, the cattle market, thinks that the China deal is as big an influence because they're already taking our U.S. beef. But it's a massive thing for pork. They've been in the market for the last five, six weeks for huge amounts of U.S. pork. Um, we haven't shipped any of that yet. And now this, you know, most recent uh, tweet storm on Sunday that uh, that the trade deal's off, apparently, uh, until further notice, really hit the hog market. So, you know, pretty much uh, limit down in all contracts out there uh, in hogs. And uh, it is a huge deal because uh, that is one one area, you know, that um, they've already stated that um, and, and made some actual physical purchases of U.S. pork. And uh, they could, you know, if there's no trade deal, they'll come right back and, and um, you know, just cancel all that stuff. And that would be a big deal for hogs. I, I, it's a little bit of a different deal because they, you know, they're the African swine flu issue. They really need pork. I mean, their pork prices have just shot through the roof there domestically. So they probably really need our, our pork products. But that doesn't mean in the short run they won't use that as a bargaining chip. So it's kind of like a high high stakes. Uh, this is, uh, I think, probably a, a step above the World Series of Poker here. This is uh, real life high stakes poker and both sides are uh, going all in, it looks like. Yep. Well, I guess we'll find out Thursday what happens. I mean, there's, uh, there's <laughs> it made it pretty clear that that's how uh, – that's how it was going to roll, man. And they were going to, if they didn't have something moving in the right direction come Thursday, they were going to tariff everything. I mean, everything at 25% across the board, period, Dan. And that, that's how it works. So we'll see if they're. 12.01 yeah, a.m. I just uh, saw a, a news story. 12.01 a.m. Friday morning is the, the most recent update I've heard is when uh, basically those tariffs increase. And then additionally, Every other product that we import will now have um, a tariff on it. So essentially, it's like Armageddon Day, mm-hmm. Friday at uh, 12.01 a.m. Uh, we basically tariff everything that comes in the United States from China and increase what's already there by uh, what uh, double it, uh, right. it, it sounds like, yep. on what uh, the tariffs are already there. So yep. that's a pretty uh, – that that's – that's an all-in statement right there. Yeah, and uh, we'll see if uh, you know China wants to to play in this poker game or not because yep. they don't like being publicly uh, humiliated like that. I want to say humiliated, but bullied uh, might be a better word, and uh, it's kind of not in their culture. And so we'll see who's going to come out on uh, on top of this poker game. And unfortunately, uh, it's kind of a gut wrenching deal, and the stakes are high. The real stakes, you know. I mean, it's it's a big deal for, for agriculture right now. Yeah. Uh, a big, big deal. Definitely so is. it's, uh, it's not fun and games. It's real life. And it's, uh, unfortunately it's front and center of, uh, in, in everyone's world in agriculture right now. 
Absolutely is. Yeah, absolutely. Even, you know, you take a look at stock markets, you know, whether it be the, the Dow or oh, yeah. S&P 500 or whatever. And even over in China, the, uh, what's it called? I can't remember what it's called. The the Chinese stock yeah, market. Yeah, the Hang Seng, I think. <laughs> Hang Seng, that's it. That's it. stock yep. market. Yeah, there are yep. big swings there. Yeah. Currency markets, Huge. bond markets. Yep. Uh, you know, Friday we set an all-time high in, the, in our stock market. Yep. And on ideas that this China trade deal's done deal and unemployment's already low and our, our economy's cranking along and then all of a sudden, you know, comes two tweets Sunday and, you know, at one point our stock market was down, I think, about 500 points yeah. uh, early. Kind of still closed lower, but way off those lows. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we'll see. It's uh, it's affecting everything. Financial markets, currency markets, bond markets, obviously agriculture, uh, probably uh, pork uh, you know, hogs slash pork and cotton mm-hmm. were the two biggest losers today in the deal. Obviously, beans got hit too, but you know, those are probably the three top ag markets uh, that have the most to lose is cotton, pork, and beans, maybe in that order. Um, I guess you could argue that, uh, you know, pork probably has the most to lose, maybe followed number two by, by cotton and, right. and soybeans, but uh, major, major deal. So let's hope that. Uh, calmer heads prevail and we get some sort of a deal announced and both sides can kind of meet in the middle, which there's not been much of out of Washington for eight or 12 years. And we can get some sort of a deal and get that behind us and then worry about weather and production and like we're, we're used to. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens, and I hope I hope things uh, turn around on Thursday and Friday. And going into Monday, we've got ourselves a tentative agreement to move forward on on uh, you know outlining the details and, and getting that stuff done. So um, I feel like both sides have gone past the you know we're going to wait each other's out. You know, I don't, I don't think China might have had the idea that they're going to wait out the United States going into uh, until Trump got you know to the elections came around in 2020 and uh, just kind of hold on see if, some, if something happened. If he got reelected, they might be a little more serious and ready to move forward. But you know, they uh, their stock market's been taking a pretty good spanking here in the last. You know, they lost five five point six percent on Monday when it opened today you know when it when it hit hit the hit the skids there so that was five times more than what the u.s lost so it's and if you look at their stock market across the uh since this whole thing happened they've had a pretty good drop in their in their equity position uh in that in those markets so um i'm not saying that that's not just us i mean they're they're suffering as well i mean that's a good point their stock market's probably uh you know obviously been hit way harder than ours and uh, it affects both sides mm-hmm. unquestionably yep. and uh hopefully we can get get something done because it is uh is a big deal and uh everyone's suffering and that's the scary part right if we if we kind of part ways by uh, thursday friday and don't have a deal uh that may be it for a while and and that will not be a good a yep. good thing no. i mean that it's, it's getting, you know, it's been scary all along, but it is really now in the final hours of this deal, um, really scary. Yeah. And um, if they decide, yeah, we'll just wait it out and see how the election turns out, it's not going to be a good thing. That's a long time uh, from now. And if both sides dig in their heels, boy, we got, uh, we've had a lot of pain the last essentially 12 months mm-hmm. since all this news came out. 
billions and billions and billions of dollars of farm income evaporated because of you know the tariffs and uh, low commodity prices. Yeah. And that's been the bulk of it. But you know, obviously, we're producing big crops as well, that which hasn't helped the situation. But uh, if, if we part ways Thursday, Friday, and that's it for a while until the 2020 elections, uh, it's really scary. Yep. It's a bad, bad deal. So let's hope uh, calmer heads prevail and uh, we can uh, breathe a little bit of life back into agriculture because it's hurting right now. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Chip, plenty of stuff going on. Great time to put a plan together. If folks are working on one or they want you to review what they've got, how would they do that? Yeah, that's why you just call our office, 309-550-7213. We'd love to chat with you. Uh, obviously, a lot of volatility going on. Uh, we see most of it kind of uh, a bias to the downside in here. But uh, there's been opportunities, and just because it's, uh, it's been straight down doesn't mean that there aren't ways to maneuver and, and build some, uh, you know, some strategies into your marketing plan. So it's critically important. I know it's starting to get busy with build work. It's... Uh, Clock's ticking on uh, getting build work done and, and planning started. Uh, and it's oftentimes uh, easy to put the markets to the to the back burner, but obviously right now what's going on, they should be front and center because the opportunities may not last long if we get them. And uh, you got to have a plan to uh, be ready to execute and take advantage of uh, the opportunities when we see them. Right on. Absolutely. Good advice there, Chip. So, uh, Chip, have yourself a good one, and we will talk to you again on Sunday. Sounds good. Have a good rest of the week. And uh, Sunday night should be another uh, yeah. another crazy uh, crazy uh, night. We'll yeah. see what uh, what happens here with the weather and uh, trade trade talks. Yeah, last half of the week here, especially you know, last two days of the week for sure are going to be have a huge huge swing. I mean, if we have a, a positive crop report and a bullish crop report, and they actually get something hammered out with China, I can't imagine what the crops are going to do or what the markets will do, or even vice versa. You know, what I mean, if it's if you have a bullish yeah, and the, or bearish. And, and, yeah. and the weather, actually, the weather might be the, the most important, but it kind of takes a back seat right now. But mm-hmm. that, that six to 10-day forecast come Friday afternoon, that's going to be critically yep. important. I mean, it's uh, it's crunch time. And, um, you know, guys need five, six, seven days of, of drying activity. And, and we got more rain coming in the next three or four days. You know, it would be a crazy weather weekend just because of that six to 10-day forecast. And then you throw in the crop report. You throw in China. I mean, it's, it's insane. Insanity, yeah. total insanity. Yep. Yeah, well, hey, you know, what What fun would it be if it wasn't uh, complete chaos all the time, right? Uh, well, I'm getting, I'm getting uh, about <laughs> sick of it, though. We need to get this China thing behind us and start worrying about the, the crop size and uh, kind of get back to the old days where weather and, and production and not all this political stuff. I think yeah. whether it's financial markets, currency markets, you know, our, our grain livestock markets, we're getting just weary, downright weary of this and uh, frustrated and, you know, need to kind of get back to some sort of normalcy. So we need to get this China thing figured out uh, ASAP. Yep. Right on. All right, Chip. Take care of yourself. Have a good night. We'll talk to you on Sunday, bud. All right. Next Sunday we'll be there. All right, buddy. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Moving Iron Podcast, now part of the Global Ag Network. If you'd like to continue any of these conversations, you can hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Moving Iron LLC. You can also send me an email at Moving Iron Podcast at movingironpodcast.com. You can also visit the Moving Iron Podcast YouTube channel and watch Market Roundup with Chip Nellinger, Sean Hackett, and Angie Setzer. Also, Tax News with Glenn Birnbaum. 
please visit movingironllc.com. Here you can find information, details, and updates for the 2019 Moving Iron Summit in Nashville, Tennessee. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can leave a review and subscribe at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, and globalagnetwork.com. So until next time, let's go move some iron. This is Casey Seymour. Out. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving iron.